Well, R. Kelly has definitely made me pay attention to trying to be the best father I can be. Have you seen this R. Kelly unhinged? Is that what the interview is called? Be a good name. I'm surprised this isn't like a Netflix mini docu-series. I mean, the R. Kelly exclusive interview on CBS this morning. Have you seen it? I can't stop watching it. I am Boston Rob. This is the Boston Rob Show. And for those of you that know, this show is like Goodwill Hunting if instead of a movie, it was a podcast. Okay? We're definitely going to laugh this episode. R. Kelly's going to cry. It's not your fault, Robert. Well, maybe it is. This, yeah, this is, all, this is on you, R. Kelly. <laughs> Most importantly, we're calling out those that are suspect. And R. Kelly has topped the list. He is numero uno when it comes to people acting suspect. This interview, it is such damning evidence. I wonder if it can be used in a court of law because it's insane. Now, I don't even know what parts to play because it's all so crazy. But let's let's just open open the floodgates. R. Kelly screaming that he's fighting for his life and how he hasn't seen his kids. <laughs> Is that the pure definition? I mean, I think Webster's Dictionary just now has a photo of R. Kelly screaming about how he hasn't seen his kids and he can't have a relationship with his kids under the word irony. Unless he's talking about his kids being these girls he's dating. Because how does any of this have to do with being able to see your kids? There are parents out there that are trying to see their kids and you're keeping them from them. I do not understand R. Kelly's thought process, but if you haven't heard it, listen. He's in the interview, he gets up, he stands up, and I'm I'm afraid for Gail King, who if you don't know, Gail King is one of the anchors on CBS this morning. She's Oprah's best friend. I think she would be a great next president of the United States of America. She stays so composed, and all I can think is like, you know, she's probably terrified of this dude that has like got some gnarly charges on him, running sex cults and abusing women. But she probably knows that there's being still photos taken. And she's probably in her mind like, just keep cool, calm, composed. And just give them that like, you know, I'm severely disappointed. I'm a disappointed mother look. Have that look and these will go viral. This is going to be trending everywhere. I'm sure she had to have that in the back of her head somewhere. Like, yo, just just keep cool. And, and this is going to make Newsweek. <laughs> Because he's making no sense. You know, she's there to interview R. Kelly about the charges pending now. He's living with two 20-something, 23, 22-year-old girls. The dude is like 59. <laughs> this is insane. Um, and somehow he goes off on this tangent screaming about 30 years of my career. Who brought up his career? Nobody brought up his career. In fact, his career has nothing to do with it outside of the fact that that's probably what lured these girls to him. He's like the Pied Piper of young women, unfortunately. That, like, that's not funny because it seriously is, you know? Some of his his 
hooks and some of his hits, unfortunately, probably drew these girls in. Now, I don't know why he's bringing up his career because no one's trying to take his career. They're just trying to ask questions about the the underage charges that have been going on, by the way, for 25 years. Maybe that's what he was screaming about. 25 years this has been going on. But I don't know why he mentioned his career. And then the fact that he says, like, he can't see his kids. Seriously, is he talking about the girls that he's dating when he says kids? Because I don't understand... No, I get why nobody would allow him to be around his kids. I totally could see. With the 25 years, and I'm not joking, we'll go through the history. With the 25 years of charges surrounding this man and over 30 counts uh, of child pornography, I could totally get why he might not be allowed to be around children. But what that has to do with the interview, I think he's maybe playing it up. A little courtroom drama. All those, uh, all that acting in the music video paid off <laughs> because the saddest part about this while he's screaming and crying you know there really is two sets of parents that are like we haven't seen our kids in two years because they've been basically allegedly abducted by r kelly and the girls if you watch their interview asriel and joycelyn when I, I i think those are their names those girls are i think Nora Roberts said it best. Those girls are little parrots when it comes to repeating what R. Kelly says. So it's it's irony. It's a very sad irony that's happening in this interview. But it's in, it's bat s crazy. Like this is going to be the new crying Michael Jordan meme. R. Kelly just dethroned Mike Jordan for the crying face meme. And I've posted on my Instagram. I mean, this is it. There's no other news besides this R. Kelly interview. And they're going to play it in full on Friday night. I am so excited. I've already got a DVR. I got my Swedish fish. I might make some popcorn because this is insane. So Gail King, finally. And, and here's the difference. That Jesse Smollett, whatever that loser who faked everything, and demanded to go speak with Robin Roberts on ABC. I don't, I don't know which show she's on. But she tossed him a bunch of softballs. The reason why, if you don't know, and you watched that Jesse Smollett, Robin Roberts interview, because that went viral too. All the, all the news outlets picked it up and play, played their excerpts from, from it. But the reason why Jesse went with Robin was because he was friends with her. So he want he demanded to go and speak with her for an interview, and you saw she just kind of, you know, tossed softballs at him. She was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not going to question this story." Gail King, and this is what I tweeted when that Jesse interview came out. Gail King should have handled it because she means business. I love this woman. When I grow up, I want to be Gail King. I mean, she handles her ish, and in one part, <laughs> when R. Kelly is totally unhinged Gail goes it's such a moment of clarity for Robert too Mr. Robert Kelly Gail goes Robert it seems like you're playing the victim and you've never seen somebody straighten up so quick you know like this was the point for me where I was like oh this dude's totally just playing around because it's like uh you know when you're in high school and you give 
everybody has that one friend and you're like giving him the O'Doul's all night. You know, you're cracking the bottle, putting it in a red cup and he doesn't know, but he's just been drinking O'Doul's and he's totally pretending to be slammed all night. And then at the end of the night, there's that one person that's like, oh, by the way, we gave you non-alcoholic beer. And immediately they just stand up straight and like pull their pants back up and they're like, oh yeah, I knew that wasn't drunk. <laughs> this was that moment for R. Kelly. Kale's like, oh, so you're playing the victim? <laughs> he was like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Check it out. Robert, in the Robert we have to have a conversation. Really, I, I don't want you just ranting at the camera. Okay, I, mean, I came here for them to hear me okay, talk. But I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes, what kind of help? I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. Because my heart is so big, people betray me, and I keep forgiving them. You sound like you're playing the victim here. You sound like R. Kelly. You do. When I listen to you, I'm it just does sound the like truth. you're playing the victim. I'm just telling the truth. And the reason I'm emotional, Robert, I apologize you, for that, no, is no, because no, this no. is the first time I was able to just say speak. something. I've said nothing. <laughs> he's one one second. He's crying about. The help he needs is for someone to not allow him to have a big heart. I mean, what what an offense. I mean, that is, you know, in the interview, when when in, when you're going for a new job and they're like, so tell us, what, what's something bad about you? And you're like, you know what? I'm just too kind. Like, people walk all over me. I'm like the kindest person ever. Or, <laughs> or at least when I was going to school, the, the one was like, I'm t- I, I'm too uh, poignant. I'm too on time. There's always that like, you know, it's total BS. Just save society from hearing about how you're too good for them. <laughs> this is what R. Kelly's doing on CBS this morning. Like, get the F out. I'm so glad Gail King handled this because she did it perfectly. She was like, Robert, <laughs> calling him by his full name. Something your mother does when she's... Calling, pulling your card, calling your BS. You seem like you're playing the victim. <laughs> he totally goes. I'm sorry. Just telling the truth. I'm sorry. Sorry. You know what? I'm sorry I exposed a little emotion. It's like, dude, no, you're just nuts. And you're trying to see what is going to bait people into, you know, believing R. Kelly has really been wronged for 30 years. God, it is so fascinating to watch these crazy people. Um, then this was one of my favorite things ever, how he starts to talk about how his past shouldn't be relevant. The past is relevant with you with underage girls. Absolutely. No, it's not. Why? Because for one, I beat my case. When you beat something, you quit it. You are quit it. You can't double jeopardy me like that. You can't. It's not fair. It's not fair to nobody. When you beat your case, you beat Okay, so let's get this straight. He was acquitted. But if you we want to go into the history of R. Kelly, it starts back in 1994, which is exactly 25 years ago. Now, for those of you who don't know, because I was a fan of R. Kelly's in 1994, I really liked his wife, Aaliyah, who was 15. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. He married a 15-year-old in 1994. Mind you, he was 20-something. Like, it was it was illegal. Aaliyah actually had to fake her age 
And on the marriage certificate, she wrote that she was 18. But this happened. So this has been going on for 25 years. So when he talks about being acquitted, yes, there were charges he was acquitted of. But 1994, 1996, 2001, 2002, June of 2002, he was charged with 21 counts of child pornography in Chicago. Later in 2002, and then through 2004, he was charged with another 12 counts of child pornography in Florida. That's two states, 33 counts of child pornography over the course of, and then of course leading into 2017, 2018, 2019, and all the new charges over 25 years. I mean, he could put out an anniversary criminal hits album. That's how long this has been going on. So for him to say the past isn't relevant because he beat a case, I mean, there's been a lot of smoke over 25 years. That's like all Chapo going in <laughs> to his trial and being like, well, I escaped from prison once, so you really can't catch me again. So I'm going to escape now. Or Trump saying, you know, my failed state company shouldn't really deter any banks from loaning me money to do hamburgers. Of course the past is relevant, especially when all the charges are extremely similar. We're not talking about drug charges one day and then different charges another. We're talking about some of the most heinous charges you could ever get. Child pornography. I mean, this dude has not had one or two, but 30 Three. How that's not relevant, I don't know. Because if people were saying it in the 90s, and then in the aughts, and now in the aught teens, is that what we're calling it? I still haven't figured it out, and it's almost over. You know, nobody has keyed me in to what after the aughts is being called. I'm guessing it's the aught teens. I don't know. You know what? You know what's going to happen? I'm going to find out in 2020 when it's over. Like there will be some great time article about the aught teens or whatever they called it. And I'll go, oh, so that's what everyone was calling it. But it will be too late for me because then we'll be in the 20s. The roaring 20s. Can we call it the roaring 20s again? I don't know. But I would think all these charges are pretty relevant to what's going on now. Because nothing has varied. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. Then R. Kelly does... This is what I was talking about earlier in the podcast. He does some of the most damning stuff. Like, whoever is his PR person must have been, you know, ready to quit behind the camera. They must have been sweating bullets. Because R. Kelly basically says, Oh, the girls that I'm with right now, their parents are human traffickers. And I'm involved in it. And uh, they they sold their daughters to me. sell their daughter to a man who did that how come it was okay for me to see them until they wasn't getting no money from it so let me get this straight you're saying the parents in exchange for money gave you the their daughters because there's another way to say that statement R. Kelly you bought two young girls from the families either way you slice it 
that sounds like a new charge. That sounds like uh, you and Bobby Kraft might be looking at uh, human trafficking charges. No, Bobby Kraft's not looking at human trafficking charges. What? He's just <laughs> he's just going to court for getting handies in a strip mall. My God. Rich people really think that like laws are meant for poor people, which in America, I mean, they are. Laws are just meant to scare and imprison poor people, rich people. It just depends on how much money you have. Like I read, R. Kelly's down to his last 350000 which for me would last me 10 years. For him, it's going to just get him out of jail this one last time. It's just going to post his bail. <laughs> this dude is effing nuts. Because now, I don't know if, I mean, can these tapes? I mean, it's everywhere. I'm playing it off of YouTube. Can people look at that and go, oh, are there receipts for purchasing these girls? The parents deny it and say they haven't gotten any money. I'm sure that now that this has all been said, people are going to be looking into it. There will be bank accounts being examined. And if R. Kelly, you know, really wants to go that route and say he bought these daughters, I'm sure he could produce a check. Does he have a checking book? I don't know. But ultimately, his his behavior, the funniest thing I've seen, and I'm going to post this on Instagram and Twitter, funny in a sad, real kind of way, is that, like, what R. Kelly's behavior displayed in that interview with Gail King was the epitome of an, uh, an abuser. That relation, I mean, that, not relationship, that interview was basically what you should be looking for in an abusive relationship. <laughs> it should have just been like, play this. If you can relate to any of these things that Gail King's going through right now, you're in an abusive relationship. And somebody made a meme out of it with him standing over her like when he was punching his fist very close to Gail King. Sure, Oprah wasn't happy. I was pissed. And I don't even know Gail, but, you know, I got a little protective. I was like, oh, Kelly, back up, man. Show some respect. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I get a little I get a little angry at him outside of everything else that I'm angry at him for. But somebody took that photo and put the real hotline and the real website to call if you're in an abusive relationship or the website to, you know, look up the signs for abuse, which I thought was just brilliant. Brilliant all around. Burns R. Kelly and it informs people and puts out some good information. So, props to Gail King. <laughs> I mean, this dude, this dude. Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't. I want to use my common sense in this one. And what I'm going to do is play another clip from R. Kelly. Now, this one is kind of damning too (laughs) I wonder if R. Kelly's gonna watch this from prison and go you know what that interview was a bad idea maybe you know all those people telling me not to talk not to do any interviews was a good idea because in this clip he actually says if I had a 19 year old daughter I wouldn't not have brought her to an R. Kelly show and I wouldn't not have introduced her to R. Kelly 
would you take your daughter? If I were going to take my daughter, and she's 19 years old, to a 49-year-old icon, whatever, celebrity, or R. Kelly concert, or whoever it is, I'm not going to put her on the stage and leave her. I'm going to take her to the concert. So, are you saying, R. Kelly, that you wouldn't have left your own children with your, you? Maybe that's the issue here when you keep saying, I can't have a relationship with my kids. Even you're admitting it. <laughs> it's like this dude was just saying, and I love how he tried to describe himself. He's like, you know, I don't know if I was going to take my 19-year-old daughter to like a, you know, like an awesome dude's, like an icon, like a living legend. It was like he couldn't stroke his own ego enough once he realized he was talking about himself, but then he had to like rein it in immediately. <laughs> So, of course, he's like, like a living, li- like an icon, you know, like me. And then he continues on to say, I would never put her on stage and I would not leave her alone. Well, F, R, K, like F, dude. Then, then are you saying like no girl at that young of an age, even the two you're with right now should be left alone with you? Oh, okay. So you solved the case for us. You're guilty. <laughs> this effing dude i don't even think he understood how bad he made himself sound how horrible he he comes across in this interview how damning that's what it is it's like this whole interview was pretty damning and i don't know when his trial charges i don't know what's going on with him i'm just so (laughs) enthralled with r kelly absolutely going ballistic And the two girls that were interviewed, too. I mean, if you don't, if you're not a parent, I am. Okay. So when teenagers lie, you kind of get this thing in your gut where you're like, eh, okay. I I can see that you believe what you're saying. But I also know that it's BS. And I also know that you know it's BS, but you're trying really hard to believe what you're saying. Well, if you don't know what that looks like, just go watch these Joycelyn and Azriel girls talk to Gail King and how they explain this one Azriel girl, my favorite part of the CBS interview outside of the R. Kelly stuff was, you know, Gail's like, well, listen, you know, there was a suicide attempt in your life and your parents said that singing was the only thing that, you know, brought you joy after this attempt. And that was the whole reason for the introduction to R. Kelly, because he wanted to pursue a music career. And this girl's like, nope, actually, let me tell you something. My parents were like (laughs) the Jackson 5 parents, and they forced me to sing. And that's why I wanted to kill myself. And you're just looking at her and I'm going, you know what? This is total BS. Like her overcompensation to, to try to cover up for like, I need to really sound like I'm selling this one. It just, it just didn't seem honest. You know, when you're a parent, you get a little BS meter going. You know, as soon as you have kids, you can, you can tell. It starts young. And I had that feeling. And then as soon as that clip ended of the interview, <laughs> the girl that's like on, on scene, you know, they cut to her. She's like, well, and it turns out the medical records from the suicide attempt show that the girl herself, Azrael, reported the suicide attempt was from a bad breakup. And singing was her only relief. <laughs> it's like, this girl just blatantly lied. And we don't know why, because, you know, if she was hospitalized or anything, they the doctors usually document that. 
the therapist, the psychiatrist, they document why you did it. You know, what, what can you do to recover from this? It's all well documented. So for her to lie about it, it was just like, it's such a moot point. But it proves that R. Kelly's got these girls manipulated so much that they're just trying to trash their parents. Now, unfortunately, one little lie like that, that can be like absolutely 100% proven wrong, you know, kind of makes everything unravel because you go, oh, well, if you're lying about that, why would we believe you about this or this? Or, you know, if you're lying about the little, little dumb stuff, then of course you're lying about the big things. I mean, that's where these girls, but they're young, you know, (laughs) it's like they're young and stupid. So they don't, you know, in 10 years or maybe one year, they're going to go, God, I was so foolish. When you get older and you're like Trump and you just, you know, lying is your profession, you realize that you can well, actually no, Trump doesn't do this. If there's a good liar out there, they know that like on that one, you kind of give them the truth. You go, yes, that's true. But then I wanted to give up. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to give up singing. And then I met R. Kelly. You got to make it somewhat believable when you're just lying all around like Trump. You know, then you go, God, it's such a S storm. It's such a S show that there's nothing believable here. And you're going to be busted because your man's going to prison. And when the money runs dry, you're probably going to have to run home to mommy and daddy. Because I'm guessing you didn't go to college while living with R. Kelly. (laughs) These girls are effed. Oh, and then, you know, while this girl is talking about how she hated singing and it was the bane of her existence and her parents forced her to do it which is a total lie. CBS This Morning does something brilliant. They went and found the clips that she posted. She has a YouTube account. I went and, you know, watched some of these videos. She's posting videos of like, she's like, this is my original song. I just wanted to play for you. I hope you like it. Leave a comment below. (laughs) That's like, really? Your parents forced you to start your own YouTube page. Your parents forced you to promote your own YouTube page. What, What else did your parents do? R. Kelly, what do you have to say about this? Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. I, I am. I'm using my common sense. And I just think all of the people involved in this, not the interviewer, Gail King, much respect. I mean, I love Gail King after this. I think she's legit. Here, you want to hear Azriel sing something? I got to play this for you. This is interesting because you wonder if she wrote this about R. Kelly. I've been working on and I hope you guys enjoy it. Now, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek of a song I've been working on and I hope you guys enjoy it. From that first moment I saw you, ooh, I knew you were the one. That night I had to call you. I was rapping till the song came. Oh, God, I can't listen anymore. I mean, and that's it, you know. This is the only time I'm like, okay, so what R. Kelly did was realize she had no talent. And he was like, eh. (laughs) I can't even make that joke. But 
as you can see, this is Azriel Clary's YouTube channel. And Azriel said, I really hope you guys like this. This is a new song I'm working on. Really? I don't see your parents anywhere. Maybe they're filming. Maybe they're filming and they have you handcuffed to a chair or something. And we just can't see it. But you sound pretty enthused about your own music. So it's funny that you totally deny that this exists. I mean, that would have been smarter, right? If Azriel, like, maybe deleted her YouTube channel with all her crappy songs on them before she went and said, like, no, I never wanted to sing. Well, I'll tell you what, even I've wanted to sing, but I don't have these YouTube videos. You will, probably would have not have made it on American Idol. Just gotta let you know. Not that great. So, this is going to continue. This R. Kelly interview is going to be played Friday night. Set your DVRs because you best believe I'm watching this and we're talking about it. I want to play more clips. That's all I want to do is see this dude bury himself because this is like one of those times where you kind of feel like justice might be served because the guy who committed the crimes is kind of admitting to them. And you just hope, like, you know, these parents get justice. You hope that, like, R. Kelly stops this madness. It's insane that this has been happening for 25 years. And this dude, I mean, like he said, you know, it's common sense. It's stupid. Why would I do this? Well, I don't know. I think you got a problem. (laughs) You know, it's like when I realized I was an addict and an alcoholic. I realized I needed to stop, but I also realized, like, I couldn't do it on my own. I don't think you've gotten the correct help, R. Kelly. And that's my bottom line, that you're still facing charges after 25 years, and you can't say no, buddy. You might be the only person in America who really maybe has a sex addiction and isn't using that as an excuse because you got caught cheating. Like, you've got two girlfriends, so there's no getting caught cheating. I just think you have, like, a sickness. And... You, you need to go away for a while. You're not going to get help in jail, but unfortunately, you know, you're going to go there. And, and not even unfortunately. It's like you need to. There are kids out there that are being born today that when you're, who knows how old, 78, need to be protected from you. All right. Gail King, if you ever hear this, gosh, I want to be you when I grow up. She is rad. As we always end the Boston Rob show. Oh, wait a minute. I got to tell you, make sure you hit five stars. If you're listening on Apple iTunes, please scroll down. As soon as this is done, scroll down, rate this podcast five stars, share it with a friend. Make sure you subscribe no matter where you listen, Pocket Casts, Anchor, iTunes, I don't care. Subscribe so you get the notification every time I upload a podcast. Now, as we end every time. Much love, spread love. Peace.